and welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Jackson. Hello, Jackson. How is Texas treating you? Amazing, Ian. Aren't you just jealous? I'm super jealous. I do not want to be <laughs> anywhere near where I am right now, but I am glad to be doing the show at least. So that at least is going to be a way for me to blow off steam. All right? There you go. If it makes you feel better, the only issue with Texas right now is that it's been raining a lot. So it's not all that nice. But at least you have great alcohol and food and people <laughs> and sports teams and the list goes on. It's funny that you say that because I actually drank a Lone Star the other day and I was like, man, if only Ian was here. <laughs> they have some Lone Star at random liquor stores here in Boston, but really it's very few and far between. Gotcha. If only Lone Star would sponsor us, Jackson. Ooh, that'd be a good one. We need I to work you know on other that. other podcasts have that one. We should work on all alcohol sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be our thing. I love it. All right, Jackson, we got tons of stuff to go through. Why don't we get to news right now? Let's do it. So even though we have tons of stuff to get to, some of these stories are a little bit shorter. So don't worry about that, everyone. We're just running through to tell you all the scene news. Isn't that right, Jackson? Exactly. So let's go with the first one right away. Arsonists get all the girls are going on tour this summer. And now, Jackson, I heard through the grapevine that you were unaware of this band. I am completely unaware of this band. You heard correctly. I'm going to tell you, though, I'm not really surprised. They are a very weird band. Okay, now that doesn't make me feel as bad now. They're like in the vein of a I Wrestled a Bear Once or like a Dr. Acula. Dr. Acula and I Wrestled a Bear Once. <laughs> Wait, do you know either of those bands? I know bands? The rest of the bear. Okay, all right. <laughs> but it's just still, like, I can kind of tell where you're going with this now. All the funky names, and I'm assuming it comes with funky sounds, too. Oh, yes. This would be a great band to see live. That's why, even though they have not actually given the details yet of where they're going to go, or I don't even know if they're making new music or not, but they at least said they're going to be touring. But they haven't done any of the details for that yet. But if they come anywhere near Boston... I will definitely be going to see them because they are so crazy and weird. Well, shit, now I got to look them up. Oh, you definitely should. Come on now, Jackson. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, look, it's just a quick story because they don't have all the details yet. But if you were a fan of the band because they haven't been around for a while, they are going to be out there doing touring. So make sure you either check out their stuff or listen to the show on a regular basis because we will be talking as soon as we see where they're going to be playing. Isn't that so nice how we do that? Look, we're here for the people, Jackson. For the people. I like that. By the way, isn't today fucking tax day? Uh, Yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. I was just thinking about that, that whole for Taxation the people bullshit. Theft. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Go listen to backwards. Listen to backwards. All right, Jackson. Take us to the next one. All right, so we recently heard about Ghost Inside not being able to do Warp Tour, and a lot of people were wondering why. They never really said why. It's just, you know, sadly, we can't do it. Now, Zach Johnson is going through his 12th leg surgery now, and Holy I'm assuming fuck. that's the main reason why they won't be doing Warp Tour again. But it really is a shame to hear that they're still having to go through this. And this is from an accident that happened, what, like a year and a half ago now? It had to have been, maybe even longer. Insane. Yeah, it's really, really crazy. You can go to his Instagram and he'll go into everything that they did in that surgery. 
But wow, I would just never wish this even on my worst enemy. Exactly. I mean, it really is such a shame. I mean, 12 surgeries in the span of a year and a half. I mean, how long does it take for you to recover from a surgery? Like four months at least. And then for you to just have them stacked and stacked. I mean, oh man, the pain. I can only imagine. No, it's got to be awful. It's got to be awful. So here's to all those people that were like, oh no, they're, you know, they're faking it so that they don't have to do warp tours so they can go on their own tour and make money. There you go. I don't know how much. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. How more clear cut can you be? It's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. No, I agree completely. So once again, and we've said it many times on the show, but we wish the entire band the best. And hopefully they're all getting over everything that ails them right now. And especially to Zach for going through all that. It's just, it's just fucking crazy. Yep. I agree. So next up, we got Ty Trujillo, which is the 12-year-old son of Metallica's amazing bass player, Robert Trujillo, is on tour with Korn. He's replacing their bassist. I think his name is Fieldy. I think that's his name. <laughs> yeah, Fieldy. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> Look, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. this is like the coolest thing I've seen in a long time, especially if you've seen the video. He is fucking killing it. He's got the long hair. He's out there headbanging, twisting his head. I mean, it is just insane, and holy shit, does this kid have talent. So it was very hard for me to tell if he really is as good as they're saying, because to me, a story like this means either Fieldy sucks as a bassist, or (laughs) this kid is great. So I'm hoping it's more that the kid is great, but it does seem really, really strange that they would take this kind of chance, I guess, is the main thing. No, I agree, and I'm telling you from someone who's seen the video... It looks like he's been doing this all his life. As 12, year, 12 years, I mean, that's a long life and all. You should, I mean, you have to see it. It's it's insane. No, I did see it. I just wasn't super oh, you impressed. Said you saw it. Yeah, I oh. did see it. No, of course. Come on, man. Of course, I do my research and everything. But still, I don't know. I've seen amazing bass players play. So I didn't really see like he was amazing. But maybe I need to see oh, more. I don't man. know. Maybe I'll fly to South hey, America and I'll go see Corn play with him and we'll see. There you go. Probably not, though. As easy as it is. I wouldn't even go see corn live in my backyard. So <laughs> probably like not going to happen. No, it's just one of those things where I'm certainly not going to go out of my way to see corn. I got you. I got you. But I don't hate them. Actually, remember when we did that review for their newest album, I was actually in favor. I thought it was the first time in a while that they sounded like, quote unquote, old corn, which I enjoyed. I've seen corn multiple times, but I'm still not going out of my way to see them now. I gotcha, I gotcha. And yes, that album was was super sick. I think it was Serenity Suffering, something like that. You know what? I don't even know. I don't even want to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. It was sick. That's all you got to know. All right. Well, look, we'll see if he can pull it off. I mean, obviously, he's got the genes to do it. Maybe he can, and maybe it'll be great. I don't know. It seems more like a publicity stunt, if anything. Who knows, man? Who knows? I do. <laughs> oh, of course you do, Ian. <laughs> Next up, we've got 18 Visions. Now, we've talked about them multiple times on the show recently. There were the rumblings that they were getting back together. It turns out that a site or a magazine or something kind of blew up their spot and put it out early that they are going to be releasing their brand new album on June 2nd on Rise Records. And look, I know, Jackson, you don't have the background in 18 Visions, but this is something that I'm very excited about. I was always a fan So this is something that's going to be hopefully very cool. Well, I'm happy that you're excited about it. (laughs) That's all I can say. (laughs) It's 10 years 
you know, they seem to be going on that whole trend of bands that have been away from each other for 10 years, wanting to get back together, kind of, I don't know, getting that kind of craving again to either tour or to make more music. So we'll see how it turns out. I'm excited because I am a fan, but I'm also not expecting much because you really never know what it's going to be like. I completely agree. But I will tell you, Jackson, though, you should, at least for a beginner, you should go look up that album Obsession and give that a listen because I think that's going to automatically make you a fan. I love homework. I'll definitely do it. You love homework? I'm just fucking with you. I was about to say, that sounds really weird. So the Juliana Theory announced that they're doing a 20-year anniversary tour. Ian, what do you think about this? Because I have never heard of this band, <laughs> nor am I that interested. But hey, I mean, it's cool. 20 years. I mean, that's that's an accolade worth celebrating. I just don't know them. What's funny is for people that maybe aren't as up to date on Ian Hates Music, they might not know the differences in age between you and I. See, Jackson is a very young millennial. I am an older millennial. So there are certain places where we cross over where we know all the same music, and then there are others where I've obviously had a lot more time to listen to said music. So one of those bands that has fallen through the cracks is the Juliana Theory. I think you should give them a listen, I guess, but I am in no way the same as I was for 18 Visions, where I'm like, you need to go listen to this, because I never really got into the Juliana Theory. What kind of music is this, by the way? So they're like Further Seems Forever or May or Hot Rod Circuit, the early November, like that kind of thing. Mm, okay. But yeah, I never got into them. I've gotten into some of the other bands, but the Juliana Theory was never anything that I really got into. But for people that are, are interested, they are going on that tour. So if you were a fan, you should definitely check out where they're going to be. Enjoy seeing them again. Well, I'm stoked for people who are stoked about them coming <laughs> back. <laughs> Jackson, taking the positivity, baby. Exactly. I know it always feels weird when we just read the news and don't have a actual opinion or a story behind it or something, but sometimes that's just the way it works. Plus, that was our last story. There's not a ton going on right now. Yeah, there really isn't. There's no juicy drama or anything like that. So this is what we got, the Juliana theory. And that's fine. You know, I'm sure we made someone's day. They're like, wow, we had no idea. This is amazing. But for <laughs> a lot of us, it's just like, okay. Fuck it. We'll take it. Well, you know what? Let's continue our trend and get really excited about something. And let's go into our favorite part of the show. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's do it. Let's get to reviews. Jackson? Yo. Where'd you disappear to? Nowhere. Waiting on the first album, son. You normally say something after I do that. (laughs) It's like, what's going on? I usually do, but I didn't want to do it this time because you always call me out on it. Ah, that's true. That's true. Yes, that is right, everyone. It is time for album review slash album talk time. So, Jackson, let's start this off right. We've got Enterprise Earth Embodiment on Stay Sick Recordings. Now I know right away that this isn't necessarily up our alley normally. So Jackson, take it away. Look, man, I didn't like it. I'm just going to I'm just going I'm not going to sugarcoat it or anything. When you got songs like Shroud of Flesh, the oh, wait. Draconian Aculus. Hold on. 
I got to tell you this because this is hilarious. For people that don't know, you know, we set up what we're going to talk about, but we don't write a script. And I have to tell you, Jackson, that this was something I was going to tell you that I love about the album. And you just named the first two things. <laughs> hey, we're kind of on the same page, but I'm actually saying that I don't like that. Kind what? It's so stupid. I don't oh, like that in my Jackson. music. Father of abortion. Yes. Jackson, I am mad about that too because I couldn't believe that they took my nickname. Oh my god. <laughs> of course, that's your nickname again. <laughs> yes, I do love it. And by the way, the third thing I was going to say that I liked from the album was The Flesh to Unveil. I thought that was a great title. It's I just don't like it. It's so stupid. Why though? This is a good question. Why is that stupid? I don't know. It's like if you see these people and then you see what they talk about and what the song titles, it's like, I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me, I guess. It's just it's just dumb to me. But then a two sentence long title for a Fall Out Boy album is fine. OK, I can't even remember <laughs> the last time I listened to Fall Out Boy. I don't know. I just I don't think song titles even mean that much anymore. But I know that for this deathcore band, you are not a fan anyways. Yeah, honestly, I'm really just being nitpicky. I don't like the music, period. Right. But, like, they're giving me more reasons to not like them. And, like, with, <laughs> I mean, like Ian and me said, like, the flesh to unveil. Yeah, man. Draconian Oculus. I mean, it's just, it, oh, it's just so cringy to me. It's it's dumb. I get what you're saying. Let's look at the positives, though, right? So, 13 tracks, 49 minutes, no filler. That's a positive. That's different for a deathcore band normally, right? Yeah, everyone, I've noticed all the deathcore bands now are doing nine song albums. Have you noticed that? It's nine songs and then some of them are like two minutes long or like a minute and a half. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So at least this is different than that, right? True. Okay, you got one. <laughs> well, look, here's the thing. I feel weird because I'm not really defending this. I'm not a fan either. But once again, this kind of goes back to the we're not huge deathcore fans. Like there are definitely albums that come out that we like, like Fit for an Autopsy. We could start naming a few Within the Ruins, you know, a little bit deathcore as well. We could start naming good ones as well. But what I don't want to take away from this is for people that deathcore is your thing, you're probably going to really like this album because not only are you getting a lot of content, but also, this is a technical deathcore band as well. You can't tell me they don't know how to play their instruments well. No, you're, tr you're right about that. And I guess my highlight of the whole album is really the drums. I, I love deathcore style drumming. Sure. So I guess that was really my only highlight. I, I don't know. It's just the lyrics and all that stuff is just atrocious to me. I hate it. I hear it and it's just like, are you fucking serious? Well, I think what's funny about us is the opposite is true with some of these bands where the lyrics and everything don't offend me and don't annoy me or anything like that. But when I listen to super religious music, then those lyrics really offend me and annoy me. So we just switch on this stuff. See, I can get that, though, because if you're not religious and you're listening to music that is religious, that's not what you believe in. So I could understand that. But whether you're religious or not, when you hear a song that's lyrics talk about killing people and like torturing them, it's like, who is for that? I don't know. So you're just not a cool guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Like, I feel like the people, no, you know, I'm not even going to go into that. I, yeah, I we'll know. lose I, most I, of I our audience. Really, but then again, like someone can counter me with that by saying like, okay, but do you like horror movies that contain yeah, that stuff? And exactly. It's like, I do. It's and, actually my favorite genre. 
let's not forget, man, you like Ice Nine Kills a lot too. And exactly. what are they singing about most of the time? See, but they're way lighter though. Oh I'm not yeah, for about sure. Musical wise, I mean lyrical wise, it's not as gruesome. But the concept's still the same. Yeah, I guess. It, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to spend too much time. No, on it's <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's just good to have a nice, lively debate, and that's what we were doing. So look, it's not really our style. It's harder for us to get into this, but there are the perks, and I think someone who likes deathcore music a lot is going to like this album. So should I pick a song from Enterprise Earth? Yes, please, Ian. Please, just take it away from me. You know which one I'm going for then, right? <laughs> the flush one? No, my nickname. Oh, yeah, of course. Father of abortion. You rang? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, Jackson. I think I caught that he said world somewhere in there. I don't care. Oh, Jackson. <laughs> oh, Jackson. Don't be so prideful. It's just bad. I'm sorry. This does not look good on you, sir. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's Enterprise Earth Embodiment on Stay Sick Recordings. So, Ian, We Ride released their album Empowering Life on Victory Records. What did you think of this album? I'm a fan, man. I got to be honest with you. I'm a fan. It's 10 tracks, 35 minutes, no filler once again. Very guitar-driven, old-school hardcore. And really, I didn't have anything bad to say about this. They're a band from Spain as well, which is something that we don't often get in the scene. But I would not have known having listened to this album. I had to do the research to check that out. And I really like the female vocals on this. I have no qualms with this album whatsoever. I didn't like the album too much. <laughs> Jackson is in a bad mood this week. I hate that I'm coming off as that because like, I just don't like these albums, man. I don't know what it is. I this think is... it's because we had such a good last episode that it's caught up. No, no, we did, but that's not fair to these musicians. My thing is I knew you weren't going to like Enterprise Earth. Going into that, I knew that was going to happen. But what don't you like on this album? I don't know what it is, honestly. I... There's, I can only like so many hardcore bands. I, I think that's what it is. I think when it comes to just straight up hardcore bands, I get really picky with it because it's so easy to sound the same. And I know that for them, they sound different because they have a female vocalist. But it's still, I, I guess to me, the issue is not the vocals. To me, the issue is just the musical style. It just feels really generic to me in a hardcore sense. Like, like you have to really stand out in the hardcore scene for me to like it like Knocked Loose and that sort of nature. Like there's so many hardcore bands, but Knocked Loose found a way to make them sound all the other ones. And I feel like We Ride didn't do that except for their vocalist being a female. The reason why I don't agree with that is because 
it's old school hardcore. So this isn't like Code Orange or anything like that. Like this is different for the time that we're in now. I guess that's the way I do it. And then also, I think they have good guitar riffs. I think, like I said, it's very guitar driven. And I think the breakdowns are fun as well. So for me, that's why I think they stand out from other hardcore bands. But I do want to bring something up. Uh-oh. Remember, so Ty, you know, we can call him a producer of Ian Hayes' music, had sent that fucking terrible meme that was very, very popular that said something like, is knocked loose really diet a mirror? Yeah. And see, it's just the way it is. Some people would think that knock loose is a very generic band like a mirror is. You see what I mean? So no matter what, everyone's just going to have those opinions anyways. So you just happen to be on that opposite side, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. And trust me, I want to like these albums. Like I, do- I wish that I couldn't get on the mic and say, I don't like this album. Well, Jackson, but it's, it's like the way I feel. I also in my life have wished that I like really shitty music, like pop music and country, because just imagine how popular I would be if I like <laughs> that shit. You know what I mean? I'd be ruling uh, this world right now. I think your logic is a little flawed, but we'll go with How that. so, Jackson? <laughs> just because you like a certain music doesn't mean people are going to like you more. Oh, that's not true. That's absolutely not true. The people who will end up liking you for liking that kind of music are not the kind of people you want liking you anyways. What are you, my mom? I said like in that sentence. Are you my mom, Jackson? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, man. I don't know, man. You've been on the dating scene. You know it's much harder to find a girl who likes this style of music. Mm, Yeah. Well, I don't know. Some girls like that. Like, they, they see, like, oh, shit, you listen to this? Like, whoa, that's weird. But if they really like you, then they get into it, and they're like, yeah, my boyfriend's that different guy who listens to that weird shit that people cut themselves listening to. Oh, so you're blaming me now? No, yeah, and I don't blame you for anything. Oh, phew. Phew. Oh, phew. <laughs> phew. <laughs> All right, people, well, look, for a wee ride, I'm going to choose the track Hands Off. Hit it. Bam. I will say that I definitely do recommend this album if you like that old school hardcore and if you, I think, want to hear something different, then I would check it out. Jackson, any final words for this album? I hope everyone enjoys it way more than I did. That was nice of you. (laughs) (laughs) So once again, that's We Ride Empowering Life on Victory Records. Next up, we've got The Dead Rabbits, This Emptiness, on Tragic Hero Records. Jackson, what do you got? Now this one I liked. Oh, there he is. 
There we go. See, I love Craig Mabbitt. I love his music. Uh, to be honest with you, I like Dead Rabbits more than Escape the Fate. At least, you know, compared to their newer Escape the Fate kind of stuff. Sure. I just really enjoyed this shit, man. It was so good. I mean, it's definitely the heavier side of Craig Mavitt's work. But it's not just that it's heavier. It's just so much better to me. I Like the lyrics, the riffs. I mean, just everything about this album, I just really, really enjoyed. And like almost every single song is catchy as well, which is something that everyone likes. So, I mean, just a really good album front to back. I hated it. Really? Nope. I was just saying that to be different. Okay, good. I was about to say, you didn't hate the singles. No, I certainly didn't. I didn't hate this album either. It's Dead Rabbits. They're not reinventing the wheel by any means. This is a good, straightforward metalcore album. The guitar work is really good. Even losing Alex Torres, their guitar work is really good. Craig Mabbitt just has a gift for the type of vocals that he's doing. He goes seamlessly in and out of clean and unclean vocals. I think even he added some different unclean vocals that he's not normally used to to this album as well. Oh, yeah, and you're completely right about that, and I loved it, man. Yeah, no, it's a good album. I guess the question we would need to ask ourselves is, do you think this is better than Shapeshifter? Uh... Man, it's really hard because it's like you said, they're not exactly changing the script here. So it's like hard to compare it. Right. But I mean, I'll I'll give it the shiny new toy advantage (laughs) and say, yes, it's better. (laughs) Now, I like it a lot, but I have to stick with the original on this one just because I think there was just something else in that album that's a little bit harder to explain. But I did like this a lot. Like I said, it's straightforward metalcore if you like metalcore, you're going to like this album. There's no doubt about that. I completely agree. So, Jackson, what track would you like to hear from this? If I had to pick one, I would probably pick The Butcher. Let's do it. You can really hear those guitars there at the end, too. Hell yeah, man. I love it. Definitely a good album. I think everyone should check it out. Once again, The Dead Rabbits, This Emptiness on Tragic Hero Records. Now we got Dreaming Awake releasing their album Friction Lives on Eminence Records. Ian, take it away. So this band, for anyone that doesn't know, I would put into the category of post-hardcore, metalcore, and strong on the electronic core. Yep. So there are 11 tracks where one is an intro with vocals at the end. They also had a couple of guest spots. One was Jeremy of Sycamore, and the other was Dylan Jones of, I believe, Incredible Me, who I haven't heard for a long, long time. But when I saw Dylan Jones, that name kind of sparked something. So I looked it up, and I'm pretty sure he was in Incredible Me, which is pretty funny. Well, cool. Shit, I don't know them. Another post-hardcore electronic core band. Gotcha. But anyway, I like this album. 
I think that some people might see it as a little generic from time to time, but I think what really saves them are the clean vocals for sure, but then also I really like the style that the unclean vocalist does where it seems like kind of desperate and it almost sounds a little bit like Sean from Alisana. Mm. I really like unclean vocals like that, so I liked hearing that from time to time spattered throughout this album. Yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of this album too. I thought it was super fun. Just great vocals on both sides, clean and unclean. Amazing riffs. I mean, again, like Ian said, it can be generic at times, maybe. But it's just a really, really fun album that you're not going to have a problem listening to blaring in your car, driving down the (laughs) highway, just having a fucking blast. Like, I I enjoyed it. I think this band would be fun to see live. I agree. Yeah, it seems like that's a quick one, but I don't really know what else to say about the album. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not a very complicated or like intriguing kind of album. It's just a good, fun listen. I agree. Well, then, Jackson, what track would you recommend? I'm going to let you guess which one I'm thinking about picking. (laughs) All right, Jackson. So I'm looking through this list of song titles because I know they're very important to you. (laughs) The one I'm going to guess because I laughed out loud when I saw it. I'm going to guess The Revenge of Regina George. Of course it's The Revenge of Regina George. Why would you say say of course? That name sounded familiar, so I looked it up, and then I realized what movie it was from. But so why would that be of course? Because it's hilarious. I love it. You're a huge Mean Girls fan? Uh, I'm not a huge fan, but I like the movie. The way that you talked about Enterprise Earth, I think you were a Mean Girl. Oh, okay. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good fucking movie, man. That shit gets a lot of laughs. It's not a terrible movie. I'll give you that. Ooh, and coming from you, that's that's something. It's a ripoff of a lot of movies, but, you know, it's fine. Oh, okay. It's fine. End it there. Here it is. The Revenge of Regina George. Very thank nice. You, thank you. Oh, yeah, you did a good job on this. Hey. <laughs> no, I was kidding. Oh. It sounded like you were taking credit for the actual album itself. Don't be a hater. A bad hater. Yeah, I was about to say, man. You're making fun <laughs> of our audience. Well, people, you will have to listen to the album for yourself to hear those clean vocals because I cut it off before then, but that's for your own good. So you will actually go listen to the entire album. Yes, sir. So once again... That is Dreaming Awake, Friction Lives on Imminence Records. All right, next to last one, we've got Loathe with The Cold Sun off Sharp Tone Records. Now, I will say this right off the bat. They are a UK band, and I believe they're from Liverpool. So, Jackson, you better hold your tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, Let let me set this up. Ooh. I listened to the album front to back, as I usually do. Mm hmm. What about back to front? Uh, no. Uh, okay. Actually, I listened back halfway front. I had to back out at one point, but 
you know, that's not the point. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Where it to was an okay album, I guess. Okay. I was excited for it because it's, you know, I've kind of been looking up to everything that Shark Tone is doing because, mm-hmm. you know, they're a new record. They have a lot of good bands on there. So I'm assuming everybody they sign is going to be good. And when I heard about Loathe, I actually kind of liked their previous stuff, but I was really excited for a new album and they well, gave me one. Their debut Sun. album. Exactly. Now, I listened to it, and I hate to say it, but it was okay. It wasn't bad, but I just didn't really care for it much. It's nothing that's going to stick to me. It was just a good album to hear for the time, and I guess I can't really say anything too bad about it except that they're from Liverpool. Oh, how (laughs) dare you. Um, Oh, gross. You know I'm editing now. People are not going to know what you said. Yeah, man, I mean, that's really all I got on it. It, it. it was just a good album, I guess. It was okay. For people that don't know, what would you call it, Jackson? It's like a mix of a lot of different genres. There's metalcore, there's hardcore, there's a little bit of deathcore in there as well. They seem to have mixed things up a lot. Yeah, no, that's basically it. I got more of like a hardcore, deathcore kind of vibe. No doubt about that. But it is a good album. I think the thing that was tough was I really enjoyed the actual tracks. Like, I like songs that had the lyrics in them. But what people have to understand is this is a concept album. So you really have to delve into the lyrics and what they're looking to actually have you take out of this album. And I think that's the tougher part is if you didn't go through this album knowing it was a concept, then it'd be a little bit different for you. But what you have to understand, there's a lot of filler. There's a lot of instrumentals. There's probably, what, Jackson, maybe... I don't want to shortchange them, but I think there's like six tracks and that's it. Like it's almost like an EP, but then they added in instrumentals to get up to a full album. Yeah, which is something that me and Ian are not a fan of. I'm not a fan of for other bands, but I know that this band was going for a concept. So that's why I do give it a you know a pass there, I guess, where I'm not like, oh, they just did this because they were looking to fill time. I don't think that they're looking to fill time. I think this is filling the story, but it still doesn't mean that I'm going to be able to listen to this album over and over again for a long period of time because of that. Yeah, I agree. It's just, it was a bad move, but I mean, I'm sure they'll learn from it. I'm actually going to say, I don't even know if it was a bad move because they are standing out. I mean, how many bands recently have we talked about that are from the UK and a lot of them are just cliche, right? Very true. Yes. I don't think I heard anything cliche in this album. No, there wasn't. And that's why it's like, like I don't know what it is. Like It was different and I like enjoyed a lot of parts of it. But at the same time, I just couldn't stick to it. That That's what I found weird about this. Because it's like so much to chew on, especially with the concept. But it's like, fuck, why can't I just like it for good? That I can't tell you, man. <laughs> that I can't tell you. But I think people should definitely check this out. And I think they should keep an open mind when listening to it because they were trying for a concept. And I think what they were doing really does mean something. So at least look at it from that way and then make your judgments. I think I'm going to choose to play Dance on My Skin. Do it, man. Because I think that's a good track for people to hear. So let's do that.
There we go. There we go. <laughs> Check it out. I think it is a little something different in the scene for sure. So once again, that's Loathe, L-O-A-T-H-E. The album is The Cold Sun, and that's on Sharp Tone Records. Hell yeah. And last, but certainly not least, because I'm pretty sure this is my favorite anyways, this is Tiger Wine with Die With Your Tongue Out on Blood and Ink Records. I'm probably a broken record with how much I've talked about, how much I love this album. So Jackson, how about you start it off? Oh, dude, I loved it. Every Yay. single piece of it. It was just such a damn good album. 11 tracks, just just an intro. So you got 10 good, solid, amazing tracks. They did Sharp Elbows Part 2, which is a you know a, a part two of a song they did before. And well, it's got a new twist to it. I mean, just every single song. And they're all over the place with still making it sound very well connected. I mean, they have their, their more scream type of songs, like more hardcore. They have their softer, grungier songs. I mean, they bring everything. The vocals, amazing. The instruments, the way they set vibes throughout every single song incredible i mean i cannot believe this band is not at another level than it actually is because like holy shit i mean i've been listening to this album non-stop just over and over and over by far this is my favorite release of the list we have one of my favorite releases of the whole year so far i mean i i just love it very nice man no i'm very happy to hear that because yeah i think if anyone listened to the conversation that i had with hayden the lead vocalist of tiger wine you know how much i enjoy this album and I'm going to keep it a little brief because you can listen to that and you can hear us talk about all of this. But yeah, this band, Tiger Wine, I don't know how they're not bigger as well. For one thing, they are a post-hardcore slash grunge slash alternative rock band. That's what I hear a lot in this album. Also, it's extremely melodic as well because they set the tone very well, which is something, Jackson, that you mentioned there as well. Plus... They have the great cleans and unclean vocals. Everything sounds raw. It sounds like you're seeing them live. Yeah. And that's something I really enjoy. And by the way, the day that this episode comes out, I will be seeing Tiger Wine live at an art gallery, which is crazy. Oh, you're so lucky. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. <laughs> so <laughs> this album is so fucking good. So is their EP Lull. So I'm just happy that they continued on making such a great album. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, I can't even go into I can't even go more into how incredible this was. It's just a damn good album. And I really, really recommend everyone checks it out immediately. Yeah, this is one of my favorites of the year for sure. So, Jackson, what song do you think we should sample for people? Oh, man, I hate that question with this album. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, man, the first thing that people are going to hear by this band if they never heard it. It's so much pressure. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'll go with Spit. Yeah, I think this is something that Hayden had kind of recommended as well because he said, I believe that it kind of sets the tone for the whole album. So yeah, let's yeah. do some Spit here. That sounded weird. <laughs> let's do some Spit. Yeah. <laughs> here it is. Spit.
Damn, yo. Damn, yo. Don't mock me. Sorry. <laughs> so, yes, I think everyone needs to listen to this album. I completely agree, man, and you know it. So, once again, that's Tiger Wine, Die With Your Tongue Out on Blood and Ink Records. All right, guys, and that's all we have for this week on Album Reviews. Next episode, we're going to have Nine Shrines with Misery, Nothing Left with Destroy and Rebuild, Lakeshore with their album 41. By the way, they're friends of the show. Then we got Incubus releasing eight. We might not talk about it on the show, but (laughs) everyone, just so you know, Incubus is releasing their album next week. We have the super highly anticipated While She Sleeps releasing their album You Are We, which me and Ian are super excited for. And then we got Deadlights releasing Mesma. Very nice, man. We'll take a listen to all these, obviously, and we'll (laughs) figure out which ones we're actually going to talk about or not. Yep. And we might even add some. Who knows? Who knows? It's part of the surprise. Exactly. So, Jackson, it looks like we're moving on to new songs. Let's do it. If you think we're going to kiss your ass just to get a good review in your magazine, well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous pose and want to be right a candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, Jeremy! Shove it up your ass! So review that, Einstein! So Miss May I released a new song, Lost in the Gray. And this is coming off of their new album. And yes, I said it, their new album that is called The Shadow Inside. And that's coming out June 2nd on Sharp Tone Records. And holy shit, Ian, play it so everyone can hear how good this was. Look, that's all you get. Damn, that's all? That's all. Damn. Gotta go support the bands. I agree. Holy shit, Ian. Tell me. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> you seem so excited for my opinion. I loved it, dude. I mean, this song was just so damn good, and I, and I expect you to think the same, and I'm glad you do. What, am I going to say something bad about Miss May I? Yeah, true. They're also really good guys, too. That is very true. I love Miss May I. So yeah, I am certainly looking forward to this new album. There's no doubt about that. Hell yeah. Very nice. All right, on to the next one. I Can Dream with People Are Estranged. So apparently Ty let us know that this is a post-hardcore band out of New York and they have a new EP coming out soon or coming out right now on Bandcamp. I have to check into that. But let's take a listen to this track. Let's do it.
What do you think, Jackson? I thought it was okay. Yeah? I enjoyed the video more than the song. That's weird because that video is fucked up, yo. Okay, I don't mean enjoy it as in like <laughs> I liked what was going on in it, but I thought the video was more interesting than the song. Eh, I liked it. I would like don't to hear... Don't give me a hard time. How dare you? Oh, I am definitely going to. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing what else they've got. Yeah, same. I, like I said, I mean, it was okay. Um, I definitely like the message, but other than that, I mean, we'll see what comes out of it. Yeah, people, check out the video if you can handle seeing real-life shit that's happening all over the world that is often sugar-coated. Very true. Next up, we got While She Sleeps releasing another song off their album, You Are We, and this song is called Feel. Ian, play that shit. Damn. <laughs> I thought the same thing, man. I don't know. There's something about this album, at least the tracks that I've heard so far. I really think it's going to be up there as one of the best releases this year. I agree completely, man. Holy shit. They're just on a roll. This is the fourth single they've released off the album, right? Yeah, third or fourth. One of those. Yeah, and oh my gosh. It just seems like it's going to be incredible. I'm so excited for this. You know... Whenever I hear his vocals for long periods of time, this almost reminds me, and you know, we'll have to confirm it or deny it when the new album comes out on the 21st, which is right around the corner anyway, so we're going to be yep. talking about it very soon. But to me, just from these four tracks, it almost sounds like if Bring Me the Horizon after Sempaternal had gone and done another album in that same vein instead of going to something like That's the Spirit. It's the Lost Tracks. Like, I know they had the one track where Ollie guested and did that kind of thing, but they already kind of sound similar in a way anyways. I mean, they've been touring together, they've done a lot together, and it's almost like it's rubbed off on While She Sleeps because I don't remember them sounding like this before. No, I completely agree. I mean, I used to listen to While She Sleeps, not, you know, a lot because I didn't feel like they were that special, but now it's like, holy shit, what happened? Like, they did not sound like this, like you said. This is... A totally new While She Sleeps, and man, it is so good. Yeah, man, absolutely. So obviously, by next week, we'll have a review of the entire album. But right now, it's sounding pretty killer. Yeah, no, dude, I, I completely agree. I'm super excited for this. On to the next. Let's do it. We've got the band Falling Captive with a track, Weightless. And their debut album is coming out on July 14th on Urban Yeti Records. Let's take a listen. Sick. Fucking sick. God damn. Thought I had it figured out. 
So Jackson, I did not like the beginning of that track that first time where the lyrics kicked in. Mm -hmm. But then after that, this song grew on me a lot. Yeah, I agree. Uh, The beginning, you kind of already like judge how the song is going to sound because of the way like it's going. Like you could tell what kind of band it is just by the beginning of the song. But that is not the case with the rest of it. It get, it just picks up so much harder. And it, it's kind of like, it's got like an anthemic kind of sound. It can. You know what I mean? And that was the main thing I took out of it. I enjoyed the shit out of it. It grew on me as well. And I can't wait for anything else they release. I've never heard of this band until now. Me neither. So yeah, this is definitely one of those bands where I'll be looking forward to seeing what else they have coming out. Obviously, their new album is going to be out in July. So we'll be looking for that. Exactly. Next up, we got Lifelike releasing their new song, Bad Habits. And it also came with a music video that I really suggest everyone checks out. Ian, play that shit. Their lead singer definitely did the Cena, you can't see me. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't notice that. Oh, I noticed. No, I thought this was good. I'd be willing to definitely check out anything new that they have coming out. Yeah, I agree. I actually really enjoyed this. I mean, at the beginning, I was like, eh, whatever. But then as it picked up, and then the clean vocals, that part was really catchy, man. I enjoyed the shit out of that part. They remind me of another band, and it's like on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember who it is. It'll 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 come to me at some point. I'll hear some more of their tracks, and it'll hit me. But yeah, I think the clean vocalist does a very good job. They remind me of Amity Affliction. And the reason I say that, you have yeah, to I don't listen hear it to the whatsoever. song again. No, no, it's about drug that. use and shit. Well, it's not just that. They took almost the exact same guitar riffs from Fight My Regret. You have to hear Fight My Regret. And then hear this song, and you're going to be like, oh, now I know what he's talking about. Like, it's the same thing. Okay, I got you. Well, maybe I'll do that sometime. Oh, I doubt you will. It's true. I don't have time to do that. (laughs) Ain't no one got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right, what do we got next, Jackson? So next, and this is the last song we have. What? Are you sure? Dude, Ian, I know, man, but it's true. Can we just continue playing new songs over and over again? Well, see, as fun as that sounds, it's really hard to find new songs out of nowhere nowadays. Uh, Damn it. You know, it's just a thing now, but whatever. Okay. We got to do what we got to do. All right. All right. So Gideon released their new song, Cursed. And this one's got Brian Garris of Knock Loose in it. And it also came with the music video, Ian, play it. Was 
we had to leave you with something kind of kick-ass, you know? <laughs> you loved it, man. You loved it. I enjoyed it, for sure. I thought it was awesome. I love this shit out of it. Again, it uh, seems like I'm liking the singles more than the albums. Oh, Jackson. Hey, man, this is a really good song. I'm so excited for the new so Cold excited. album by Gideon because if it continues like this, this might be their best album yet. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the initial track, so that one I enjoyed very much. Well, that's good to hear, Mr. Ian. <laughs> You've been saying that a lot to me tonight. Mr. Ian. That's good to hear. I have not said Mr. Ian that much. I think that was the first time. I don't think so, Mr. Jackson. I do think so, Mr. Ian. Now, I will agree that I did say uh, that's good to hear quite a bit. Yes. But hey, man, that's how I feel. I'm glad you're being true to yourself. Dude, you said that way too many times tonight. <laughs> Once was enough. <laughs> Once was way Once too was much. Enough. <laughs> well, yes, we will be looking forward to the new Gideon album for sure. Yes, sir. That is it for new songs for this week. So it is time for a brand new breakdown from the past. Let's do it. All right, Jackson, it is time for you to let us know if you still have a good breakdown from the Pats this week. Take it away. Jackson, where'd you go? Ha, gotcha, everybody. So to Deadpool this a little bit, we recorded everything up until the intro to Breakdown from the Past, and then Jackson's Wi-Fi just completely went out, and he was unable to do the rest of the show. So I'm just going to carry on from here, and I'm going to do my Breakdown from the Past, and we're going to save Jackson's for next week, because what's the point of me talking about his Breakdown from the Past when he can just do that later? Plus, you know, between you and me, we all know he's really not very good at it. So, shh, hush, hush. You know, we won't let him know. But so today, my breakdown from the past is a very, very not well-known band, I guess is the right way to put it. So they only released one EP in 2008, and it's called Don't Even Say a Word. They're a post-hardcore, screamo, emo type band. It kind of fits in that whole 2008 realm. But I really enjoyed this band. There was something about them. They were melodic, very catchy. I never got a chance to see them live, unfortunately. But... My little story about them, even though it's hard to find accurate information about them, I don't even think they have a Facebook page. I did see a rumor, and I'm going to say rumor, I'm going to say allegedly, even though we haven't said allegedly for a little while on the show. It is rumored that the drummer Zach is the same Zach that is now in the band Convictions. And I know, obviously, Jackson is a huge fan of Convictions. I'm also a fan of Convictions, but he would love to hear that. And I would love to ask him about that. I'm just not completely sure. So this is a band that is not even on Spotify. So I have to go to YouTube. And I'm going to play some of the track 76 on my 67. Enjoy.
So there you go, guys. Hope you enjoy that. If you want to hear more, just look up Run Into the Shadows, and the EP is Don't Even Say a Word. And hopefully you can find them. All right, Jackson, that means it is time to end the show. Oh, man, I'm just so used to saying that. All right, guys, it's time to end the show. Well, thank you to Jackson for most of the show there. Thank you to everyone listening. Remember to support Ian Hates Music. Please go and use all the links in the description of this episode. Listen everywhere you can. Spread it around to everyone. I know there are so many people listening to the show, but our social networks don't show that as much as they really could. So if you can do that, please do. It always gives the artists that come on the show a little bit more confidence, whatever you want to call it. On that note, For anyone who doesn't know Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition, I have been really, really putting out a lot of stuff since the new computer came in and since I learned some new editing techniques from that. So now you have Hayden Troby from Tiger Wine on one episode and Jason Wisdom of Death Therapy on another, plus I finally was able to get all the files from the live in-person So What interviews, and I've been putting those out for everybody. Hopefully, by the end of this week, every single one of them will be out. So just a reminder, right now, you can listen to Whitney Payton, Invent Animate, Misfortune, and then probably by the time this comes out, you will be able to hear at least Sleep On It, and then coming very soon, capsize so i hope you enjoy those obviously they were a lot different for me but i did a lot of work on them to really show the quality and i know that i'm going to be speaking with these bands again at some point down the road that's for sure so thank you to all of them thank you once again to everyone listening jackson should be back for the rest of the show next week and i will leave you the way i always do long days and pleasant nights thanks everyone So goodbye to